Holy hell. It has been nearly three months since I've recorded something like this. <laughs> and I'm not even surprised. I've also been taking a step back from making videos because... Well, for starters, this has been probably one of the most dull off-seasons. Bo like, boring uneventful off-seasons that I have seen as far as the Eagles go. I mean, it has been quiet. It has been very simple as far as what they've done. I mean, there hasn't been much for me to get excited over. Remember a couple of days ago when we got all hyped over uh, Debo Samuel asking for a trade and the Eagles were actually, quote-unquote, according to one random person in the media, heavily active in that conversation well guess what the biggest news we've got jj ortega whiteside switching positions from wide receiver to tight end round of applause now yet yeah, this just no one cares nobody cares we're just waiting for april what is it 20 28th for the draft six days from when i'm recording this and I'm going to miss probably the first hour of it because I'm going to be at work. But that that's that's besides the point. The only thing we have looking forward to right now is the draft as Philly fans, at least as far as I'm concerned. Because you look at the news, there's not much to talk about. Like, there's a little bit of Debo, Samuel. Um, yeah, yeah, it says here, Eagles trading picks for Debo, then paying him would be senseless. I mean... Listen, it would be it would be something. And outside of the idea of trading away picks for a player that would definitely help our offense as long as he stays healthy, the, the in the mindset like when you initially think of the idea is why wouldn't why why would you why would you pass up on the idea of getting another wide receiver opposite of Devontae Smith to help out whoever the fuck your quarterback is? Whether it's J Jalen Hurts or if we draft a first-round quarterback or something. Or we trade for somebody. Like, we apparently always are in the conversation for trading for any quarterback out there. I'm surprised there aren't that many rumors about us trading for Baker Mayfield. Thank God there's none of those. But knowing how the Eagles are, knowing who the Eagles are, it, I mean, it'd be it wouldn't be surprising. Uh, but, no, I mean... Outside of Howie Roseman saying stupid stuff, I mean, it's just not. There's nothing to talk about. A lot of just pre-draft like mock drafts and predictions and all that stuff. It's and for me, while I you know I take interest in that you know just in my free time, I don't focus on that and post videos constantly about that. And shout out to the people who do. I I feel like I've just lost motivation to even attempt it at the moment. So I'm I'm trying to build it back, which is why I'm recording this. Uh, but it's just like I don't know, you know, because the biggest thing for me is because not a lot is change. Nothing is changing, you know. Howie Roseman is still here. He got extended early uh, in March, which was a big what the fuck moment to start off the the free agency for us. Uh, because what has he done outside uh, ever since winning the Super Bowl or? Uh, crafting that Super Bowl team for us, he hasn't done anything. Uh, we've seen the team. We've seen this team completely melt down, and 
crumble faster than any Super Bowl roster has crumbled, like, ever, I would say. I mean, it, it's it's unreal. Granted, the NFC is always a revolving door of uh, of Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl winners and contenders because every single year it's somebody different. It's not like it's not like in the AFC where you have now it's the Chiefs consistently. Who knows? Maybe it's the Bengals consistently making it there. Every single year it's somebody different in the NFC. You know, every single year outside of the the twenty what twenty thirteen twenty fourteen uh, or twenty fourteen twenty fifteen Seahawks one of one of the two one one of those two. Um, the back-to-back Seahawks years, you haven't seen an NFC team really dominate and make it to consecutive Super Bowls, like, spanning a decade, like the Patriots have, like the Chiefs are looking like they're going to do despite losing Tyreek Hill. Uh, it's just, you don't see that in the NFC, so it's not that surprising. The more surprising thing is that the Eagles, in my mind, looking at who the opponents are on our schedule, in my mind... And this could this could be an interesting take. The Eagles could win ten plus games this year with the schedule they have right now. Most of the teams on the schedule that we have have either not done much or have really lost some key players and some key components on their teams. Like we play the South, I can't remember off the top of my head, but we play we play the South and the North, uh, which outside of the Packers, I'm not afraid of anybody in the AFC South. That doesn't mean I think we're going to sweep them. I'm just saying the Jags are a mess right now. They're still rebuilding. They're signing everybody that they can. <laughs> Christian Kirk, most highest paid until Tyreek Hill got his due. And De- Devontae Adams got his due. But still, um, you got the, the Texans. They don't even know who their quarterback is going to be after trading Deshaun Watson. Uh, the Colts right now, they have Matt Ryan. That honestly is an improvement over Carson Wentz. But how big of an improvement is that? We'll have to wait and see. And you have the Titans, who I feel like outside of Derrick Henry, can you really trust Ryan Tannehill? Can you really... You have A.J. Brown, yeah, but like, do you have enough to, to really stand out as a contender in that loaded AFC? I don't really see that that division as much of a threat as I did, like, say we played uh, the West like we did last year. The AFC West is freaking loaded, and I am so glad, despite despite us losing what we lost to everybody, didn't we? No, we beat the Broncos, but we lost everybody else. Like, that division last year was already decent. Like, the Broncos weren't a, a bad team, even though we, we kind of, like, ran all over them. But still, they weren't a bad team. And now you look at the entire division. Yes, they're the, the Broncos are the weakest link, but all four of those teams, since there, since there are three wildcard teams now, all four of those teams can make the postseason, which is baffling to me, but that's how good that division is. That's how good the AFC is. I don't see anybody outside of that division as a real threat in the AFC. The NFC, you have a couple of teams. Rams are obviously one. The Buccaneers, now that Brady is back, is obviously another. But outside of that, who? Who who, who do I look at as a threat in the NFC? The Cowboys, they've digressed in a lot. A lot more than people are actually you know, willing to talk about the Packers losing Devontae Adams right now. They're in the running for Debo Samuel, obviously. But I, I mean, I don't see I don't see them as 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 big as a threat, especially when they get to the playoffs. They've been a one and done or a one game win and then one and then one and done in the divisional. I mean or in the championship. It's like outside of the Rams and Buccaneers, who are really the biggest threats in the NFC? There is nobody. There is there is nobody. So the Eagles right now Despite everything, 
can win 10 plus games, even though they still have Howie Roseman doing Howie Roseman stupid shit, trying to explain why he they won't spend the big money on the big players that we should, because don't you want to get better as a team, as, as, as a franchise? Don't you want to win? I get we have this, like, I, I guess they have this plan for, like, three or four years of whatever build they're doing, but it's like, if I could pick, if I could trade for DK Metcalf and ink him on a big, big time contract, I would do that in a heartbeat. Debo Samuel, I would at least consider it. Devontae Adams, a couple of years ago with the DeAndre Hopkins, it's like, why aren't they, why do they not make the most amount? Like they, they, they don't, they don't actually try the hardest they they have a they have a limit they have a ceiling that they will never you know go by it's the same it's the same with thing with the the Phillies the Phillies don't invest in top quality relievers and closers and they have one somewhat good ace right now which is Zach uh, Wheeler who's struggling off of his injury uh returning back from surgery rather and Aaron Nola who can't get you past five innings half of the time you have nobody else Ranger Suarez was a nice surprise last year. Zach Eflin is still Zach Eflin. And whoever the fuck you put in at number uh, three or four, who cares? Who 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 cares? Because they're not the guys. And you look at the Mets, who have DeGrom and Schwarzer, and uh, they're winning games. You know, and I know it's early in the season, but I'm just making the comparison. Philadelphia teams right now. At least Phillies and Eagles specifically. And you could throw the Flyers in there because they've been the biggest disappointment I've seen in a long time. They do not pay the big money to these stars. I don't know why we don't. Yeah, sure, we got Bryce Harper and we got two of his buddies to play in the outfield to just regulate uh, Bryce to DH. So what? We still have shit pitchers and we're not able to win games because even when our pitching is good, we can't score runs consistently. The only saving grace are the Sixers, and now, and now it's coming out that Joel Embiid might have a fracture or a, a, a torn ligament in his thumb, but he's gonna play through it because he's committed to this playoff run, and it scares me now because last year was one thing with the meniscus tear, and then going into the start of the season this year with uh, him not getting surgery on it, your thumb is crucial in anything you do. <laughs> you take your thumb away, and you can't do shit, and. We don't. I don't know which thumb it is. I don't think it says. It, it says he's experiencing pain. So ESPN says that he's experiencing pain, and then you you scroll down and oh Yahoo Sports, Sixers fear that Embiid tore uh, a thumb ligament. What? Why? Why can't? Why we have different different um? Why do we have different uh, differences here in what the injury is? Is it a torn ligament or did he just bang up the thumb? What happened? Regardless, he's gonna play through it, and it, 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 it if I'm, I'm scared. We'll just have to have to, we'll, we'll just have to see how tomorrow goes. Tomorrow at two o'clock, but I mean, the Sixers are like my only hope right now, because I ha- I'm not invested right now in the Phillies. I'm not as invested as I I would hope to be. The Flyers can just, I don't, I, I don't care. I just don't care. And the Eagles, I will always care. I mean, my name is Sacred Eagle for a reason, and I'm going to always make videos and shorts. But it's just, it's just so exhausting. At least right now, it's so exhausting. Just 
rehashing the same things over and over with these with the Eagles and not seeing any change or not seeing any desire to change. Like we're not trying to get big name players right now, which is just like why not? I know I know we're 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 banking on you know our young talent through drafting young uh young stars or hoping, you know, you know we have not drafted a pro bowl a pro bowler in the first round since Carson fucking went and t- <laughs> that's it and it's just I I don't know what Howie Roseman has done to earn an extension just like that you know just just like here you go you've done so much for us you you won us a Super Bowl five da- near damn near six years ago now since we're almost halfway through twenty twenty three we're already going into May in a, in a in a week like. What has he done since February fourth to 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 earn an extension like this? And where are we as a franchise right now? The East is so weak, man. It has been weak since twenty nineteen, and we won in twenty nineteen. But the, and not even and now looking at this year, my take is that the NFC is wide open outside of the Rams. Who are, they're they're still definitely going to be the 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 team to beat at least especially in the West, and then you have the 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 Buccaneers in the South. Those are the only two teams that I fear. Nobody else really stands out as a con- like a major contender in the NFC, and it's a shame that the Eagles won't take advantage and at least try to get these big name players that are out there from Devontae Adams. To, to Debo Samuel, to any of these guys. It's just, it's frustrating. And I don't want to make videos every single day about how, oh, J. George Diego Whiteside is, go- is going to uh, transition to tight end. Or Eagles mock, uh, mock draft one week away. Like, I know what to expect, and I don't need to repeat it over and over again. The Eagles now with two picks are going to probably get a wide receiver and some pass rusher or offensive lineman or even a quarterback for all I fucking know. And I'm going to I'm going to be optimistic about one or the other, but that's really it. And then looking into round 2 and 3 on Friday and then 4 through 7, you're going to we're going to go through the same thing again where it's like, "Oh, there's some potential here." And then like a a very small fraction of them actually work or or at least pan out. Not many, but like one or two may stick around at uh Beyond four years, beyond their rookie contracts, I just because we know who we're dealing with here. It's like eh, no wonder I've been so hooked on the Sixers lately. That's all I've really been caring about. And I don't, I don't talk Sixers on 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 this channel. And maybe, maybe, maybe I should. Maybe I should because they are the only saving grace for me right now as a Philly fan. Because the Phillies are are. are are and have been a, a disappointment since the start of the 2010s. Uh, basically, like ever since uh, uh, Roy Holiday, rest in peace, ever since he blew his arm out, I have lost all hope in the Phillies. The Eagles had one really great year, and after that, it the, the ship sailed so fast that it's just unfathomable that this is where we're at now, four years after winning the Super Bowl. And again, the Flyers, man, I don't like hockey, of course, I root for my Flyers, but I don't really, like, go out of my way to watch fl- the Flyers game or really, like, 
cheer for them. But Jesus Christ, I was not expecting them to be one of the worst teams ever this year. <laughs> like, I was not expecting that. And it's just... Now Joel Embiid's hurt, like I said earlier. Hopefully he can just... Hopefully just make it through. Make a run for it, man. Outside of the Heat and maybe the Bucks, I don't fear anybody in this conference. The Nets are down 0-2. The Raptors... We thought they were a bad uh, a, a bad matchup for us. We're about to sweep them. Even with Joel with the banged up thumb. Like, oh, man. They're the only thing I have going uh, going for it right now. That and the draft. Once we get past the Once we get into May, it's going to be just, all right, what, what next? Oh, here we go, OTAs and, and training camp and all that stuff. By the time we get to fe- uh, September, it'll be a much different mindset for me, obviously. But right now, it's just, I'll just watch... Some of my favorite YouTubers, Philly 500, Joey Shakes. All of them just do what they do. Shout out to Where You Hiding as well. Very good creator there too. I mean, I right now I'm just, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm burnt out. I'm just frustrated that it's just nothing is changing, you know? Nothing is changing. We're still exactly where we were last year with the Eagles and... What 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 is JJ Ortega Whiteside uh, switching positions gonna do for us? Why is he still on this roster? I can understand giving Jalen Rager at least a year three because he's shown some promise, but JJ Ortega Whiteside in his career only has like two hundred and fifty something yards receiving, and he's dropping more passes than he's caught, and he hasn't even started as many games. Like I, I and how is he going? Like. Sure, I get this gives us more depth at tight end and we don't have to waste money for another tight end after trading Zach Ertz and letting him re-sign with the Cardinals. But like what good is he gonna do at tight end for us when we have Dallas Goddard, who is going to be our main guy? Artego Whiteside can't even get separation to begin with as a wide receiver. What makes you think I'm gonna expect him to make plays at tight end? Like, he can't even use his length or his reach to his benefit because he drops passes. Like, it doesn't matter. And this is the best news we have outside of all trading for picks. Debo Sandals, potential trade proposition, and nothing else. Oh, Eagles legend Deshaun Jackson names four teams that he'd consider joining. I don't care. Why is this Eagles news? I don't care. I, uh... I just, uh... I'm losing my voice. I've been talking too much. And it's only been 18 goddamn minutes. I've been going nonstop, man. This is some pent-up frustration that I've had because I haven't been making videos as much lately. The only good thing we've done this offseason is get Hassan Reddick back home. Uh, that's it. That's literally it, man. And I'm, try- I'm, I'm trying to look for stuff to talk about here. Outside of, you know, the same old stuff. Well, at least Brandon Graham is OTA ready after his Achilles recovery. That's good to see. I like I like hearing that news. But that's not going to, you know, that's not going to break the break the media or anything. Oh, two days ago, NBC Sports, why the Eagles need to go after Debo Samuel. But we're not going to. We're not going to. Why would we? We don't want to get better this year. We, we're looking at the future. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, sure we are. That's not how the, That's not how teams are built anymore. I like. We're looking... We're in a generation now of, of win now. 
These teams are trying to win now. Look at what the Rams are doing and the way they won their Super Bowl and how they're 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 adding on to their team right now and continuing to be on top of the league. And then the Bengals, they were the polar opposite as far as how they built up their team, their Super Bowl team. But now they're taking a note for they're taking a page out of the out of the Rams book and saying, okay. Let's spend big on our offensive line because that was our big, that was our Achilles tendon. That was that was holding us back. That snapped in the in the Super Bowl. We could not help Joe Burrow get time in the pocket to let receivers like Jamar Chase and T. Higgins get the separation to make plays consistently. You know, it's especially in the Super Bowl, specifically in that Super Bowl. If he had half a second longer on that fourth down, that that game could have turned out so much different. We don't know what could have happened. And they're doing it. The the Chiefs, they went out and got Juju Smith Schuster after losing Tyreek Hill. Is that that's not a, that's not an improvement? But they're still they're still a team there. They're still a Super Bowl, a championship caliber team there with Pat Mahomes. As long as he tones down the turnovers and the dumb mistakes, the the Bills with their Von Miller signing and everything that they're doing. I mean, it's just I never even mentioned the Bills, let alone the whole entire you know AFC West like. All these teams are doing so much, and we're not doing anything. And not even us. Let's be real here. The whole entire NFC East is going to be a shit show again next year. Like The Cowboys are probably going to win by default. We're going to be a game or two behind them. And the Giants and the and the Commanders are going to be dog. They're going to be dog water because no one is doing anything. Oh, Carson Wentz to, to Washington. Oh, yeah. How much of a how much of an improvement is that gonna be? Daniel Jones playing out his rookie contract. Oh yeah. Ezekiel Elliott continuing to to lose steam as he he just I don't ugh. Can you tell I'm frustrated? <laughs> Welcome back, Sacred Eagle. Welcome back to podcasts. Welcome back to making videos. You're frustrated as all hell, and you're just dying to see some sort of improvement, some sort of I want to say return to form because we haven't really been to 2017 form since 2017, but I just want I want to see my team compete consistently again, man. Like I I I don't want to sound ungrateful for the Super Bowl win, but it's just those words that Doug Peterson said at the at the parade, you know, this is the new norm. It wasn't the new norm, man. It was it was it was a I don't want to say a fluke, but it was it was a one a one hit wonder. That's that's what we were in twenty seventeen, and it's disappointing to see how things played out and how how now we just kind of we're just kind of stuck in limbo where we just we we have some cap space. We have an idea on in some positions like we're gonna waste Miles Sanders in his prime right now. Like last year, he didn't even get a fucking rushing touchdown, and he he's getting into you know going into year four. He's gonna it's probably gonna be one of his last couple of really good production years that we're going to see. Like, he's probably got two, like, three to four more years of good, solid production <clears throat> production before we have to get a new uh, a new starting running back. And it's, it's disappointing. Like, yeah, we got Devontae Smith and we got Dallas Goddard, but Dallas Goddard's already been here for, for since 2018, you know? Like, how much more? To be fair, tight ends do last a while. Look at Gronk and look at, look at Ertz. But still, like... And look at Kelsey, but I just w- I wish that we had more more of a more of a likable franchise. Not not like I don't give a shit about how fans feel, but like, to the players in the league, you know that 
they want to come here and play. The last time I heard players actually wanted to come to Philly and play was when Carson Wentz was tearing it up in year two uh, back in 2017. And I remember Alshon and Torrey Smith and everybody that came over, like, I want to play with that dude. And then the cracks started to unfold when he got hurt. And then it just everything spelled out of control out after that, you know. And it's it, it's it, it's been, despite winning that Super Bowl, it's been so frustrating watching this team fall from grace faster than I've ever seen any team fall from grace. Maybe outside of Carolina and Atlanta after their Super Bowl runs. But still, I just I just really want this team to get back. It, it, just not to the playoffs, but just back to a contending team that I can actually be happy rooting for throughout the entirety of the season. You know, because like 2018, we had a lot of rough patches. I mean, we got blown out by the Saints. Uh, we got swept by the Cowboys. 2019 comes around. Uh, we got put in our place by a couple playoff teams. We beat the Cowboys in a big game at home to, to basically clinch the division. But, at, I mean, after that, injuries just derailed a potential playoff run. And then 2020 was the shit show that 2020 was. And then 2021 was, like, a mix of everything. There was a lot of good, some pretty great things, some bad things, and some atrocious things. And here we are now, and it's just... I thought it was gonna be a fun roller coaster, and now I don't even I don't even know what to call it, you know. But this is where we're at now, and I'm not saying the draft is like my saving grace or anything, but it's the only thing I'm looking forward to. So let's hope for the best. I'm gonna stop ranting. It's been 25 minutes of me going off on whatever tangents ever. I just really I wanted to get back here. I wanted to uh, get back to doing this, making videos. Uh, recording some audio podcasts and stuff because as frustrated as I am that this is this is what I love to do and this is what I want to do I'm going I'm, I'm about to go to college for this type of stuff you know so I mean th- this is where I belong and I'm 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 no Philly native I, I live I live across the water in, in, in South Jersey but I bleed green and am a diehard Philly fan no matter what and that's how I've been born and raised and I miss this. I miss this a lot, despite my frustration. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying to pump out some more uh, content daily, somewhat consistently. I, I'm working more, so that's gonna be tough. But I'm gonna try my best. Once we get closer to the draft, that'll probably get me back into a rhythm, because um, then we'll see what happens during and after that. Because the the trades and whatnot around the league have died down now. But once we get to the draft, things are gonna open up again, and it's gonna be. It's going to be wild, and I might start covering more than just Eagles and just talk about crazier things. Like, if you guys don't follow me on TikTok, I've been I've been not as consistently doing it anymore, but I've been reacting to, to things around the league. So that's what I'm going to be trying to do moving forward. I, want, I really want to get back to this, though. So I'll see you all on the next one. Thank you for listening. If you listen to this whole thing, I'm, I'm grateful because this probably wasn't the best the, or the most enjoyable to listen to, but hey. Welcome back to, to, 